0: Hi, you're listening to the New Space India podcast, a bi weekly talk show that exclusively brings insights from the Indian space activities ecosystem. I'm your host, Narayan, the co founder of India's first space focused think tank, Spaceport Sarabhai. Guests on the New Space India podcast help you understand space activities related macro and micro trends within India in all aspects, including space history, local industry, space science, technology evolution law and policy, art, and more. The New Space India podcast is supported by Dassault Systems, a global leader in providing businesses and people with collaborative virtual environments to enable sustainable innovations. Dassault Systems Solutions supports startups, small and medium-scale enterprises, and original equipment manufacturers in developing disruptive solutions for space launchers and satellites.
1: Good day to all. My name is uh, Jnana Gandhi. Retired from Indian Space Research Organisation. I completed my engineering in 1968. Well, those days it is very difficult to get a job, and finally I could apply for SSTC. Today it is called VSSC. Those days it is called SSTC. I got a call. Uh, later only I came to know in my interview board, Dr. Kalam and uh, Mutanayagam and uh, Nabinarayan and. Uh, Mr. mugerji they were all there. Still, I remember uh, one of the questions asked by Dr. Kalam. He asked, uh, radiation is due to a part of what? Maybe my lucky number is four. I said four. I got selected. So I entered into uh, SSTC. There are very few divisions. One division is called uh, Propulsion, which is headed by Dr. A. E. Mutunayakam. So maybe I was the fifth or sixth man. So you are uh, maybe knowing those days, uh, some of the place in near Thumba, it is evoked, you know, get, got it from the fisherman community. They were sent to some other place. So I got a small tiled house to work initially. Those days there is no big uh, buildings and other things. Very interesting. Uh, generally they <coughs> in um, Kerala they used to call Bhargavi It is like a ghost house. So they have given me a small uh, mixture and I'm supposed to start with mixing uh, solid rocket. And at that time, the best fuel available in Kerala is the rubber. So we used to go to the forest side and collect the rubber and come back and mix with ammonium perchlorate. When Sriram was the chemical engineer who was formulated the composition and myself and John, we used to mix and you could... Uh, the size of the motor is only 50 diameter and 200 millimeter length, maybe about 200 gram. I used to fill with a cylindrical you know, uh, mandrel. I used to put it in the oven and uh, later I will open it. Well, every time there was a lot of blow holes. So as a young engineer, I thought blow holes are not good for the solid rocket. So next time I put a two plate and uh, bolted it and put it in the oven. Well it was slightly in the, near the beach side, so lunchtime I had to walk a kilometer for the canteen. So I sent all the two or three technicians. So we said, okay, come on, let us go for lunch. We have to walk. You believe it or not, within ten minutes when we walked, there was a big explosion. So the oven was reopened. So immediately Murti was the director of the tolls and he came and the big enquiry and whatnot. So many things happened. So that was my first uh, explosion. Of course, I am very notorious for exploding many rockets. And uh, maybe because of that, towards my career, end of my career, they made me liquid propulsion safety officer also. But still, I didn't stop. I used to blast uh, many <laughs> motors. Well, then uh, I was asked to do a very interesting job, it is called charging. That is, the propellant grind has to be loaded inside the rocket and fix the nozzle and other things. It is little risky, but well, it is very interesting those days for a young man to do. So, at that time, the projects were RH-75, RH-100, RH-200, RH-300 and RH-560. Good. See, why you may call Y-75, 100 and 125? The nearest uh, industrial town to Trivandrum is Ernakulam. There was an you know, aluminum extrusion company, they have a die for 7500 and 125. So whatever the tube available, we will collect and bring it and make the propellant and I have to load it inside. So maybe Hilum resin or Araldate and all those things will apply and then we'll brush it and put the nozzle and uh, fins and other things. The moment the rocket leaves the launcher, that's a great success for us. It is not nothing we never we thought whether it is going to the altitude or anything because that is the time we learned a lot of things how to do a solid rocket motor. So maybe I am the one of the luckiest man. I worked from Sarabhai and Davan and URO and Kasturi Rangan and Nair like that. So Sarabhai was there at that time. So when we made the RH 75, and after so many development tests. We kept it in the launch air. I think maybe Dr. Mutanayagam and Abhinarana and myself and uh, (coughs) we were all standing. Believe it or not, on the launch pad itself, the RS-75 exploded. (laughs) So next time, like that, there are many incidents. Even Manaha was uh, Kalam's uh, project. And uh, once, I think it took off and immediately plunged into the sea. So we thought it's over. You believe it or not, within a few seconds, again it came up from the sea. So we thought Managa is dancing for Kalam. So <laughs> that's the kind of uh, thing we made those days. But each failure, each incident we learned. Why it went to we plunged into the sea. Maybe the guide, you know, we put aluminium. But the rail is stainless steel. So the hardness difference with the minor uh, misalignment it could catch and then it uh, dived inside. So like that, so many small, small things we tried to learn. So we did uh, RH-125's uh, <clears throat> Our my boss, uh, Dr. A.M., uh, very good one, two-stage, and we flight tested many numbers, chaff will go and all those things. And you, very nicely we started. You believe it or not, night and day we used to work. That is the kind of a culture we learned at that time itself. Maybe some small, small things like Ipso, we call it uh, motors and other things also we did. And uh, even I have taken one of the motors to uh, <coughs> and we attached with the HF-24 and uh, one day earlier, if I am correct, right, Kalam was the leader for the project. So as usual, I used to talk little more. So I said, "Who is the? I'm. I don't know who is the unfortunate pilot who is going to sit on the HF-24 tomorrow. Within few seconds, somebody tapped. When Sarvaj was standing, I am the man I am going to sit tomorrow on the aircraft. Then immediately I said, No, my rocket is very good. I have done so many tests. It is fantastic. Then he said, Okay, we will see tomorrow. You believe it or not, next day without runway, the aircraft was taking very nicely. And that is the first good success I could see. And we enjoyed, we have come back. So solid motor got more and more and more interesting. So we started with uh, SLV, so at that time, first stage, second stage, third stage, it was given to different uh, group, like uh, first stage was with Mutanayam, second stage was with uh, Rao, like that. Then later, Brahm Prakash was there, then they thought it is uh, not going smooth, so they made Kalam as the director of, uh, sorry, project director for the SLV, so they started uh, working on that. And one of the very good incidents is the fourth stage, only first they started casting. So instead of charging, directly the propellant has to be cast on the motor case. Initially, they made a very thick wall motor casing to learn the ballastics of the propellant, burn rate and all those things. So they made a very thick casing and they made it. After the casting, they removed the mandrel. Again, the same old problem, there was a very big blowhole. So, they don't know what to do. So, Dr. Srinivasan was in charge for that. So, he came and asked me, Gandhi, I have to save the hardware. Can you remove the propellant? You believe it or not, you can only put the hand through the throat. So, I have good uh, technicians. So, we sat and we discussed. And nicely, they put the blade inside and removed the propellant slowly everything. And one fine morning, we separated it into two halves and remove the propellant. I called Kalam and my boss and everybody has come. They appreciate it like anything. Next day again, morning, eight o'clock. I came and I gave some instruction. By the time some telephone rang, I went. You believe it or not, the whole building got burnt. And inside I have a lot of small, small rockets, all fired left and right. That was the biggest accident in front of me. I thought some of the technician might have perished, but luckily they escaped. And I asked them to do the work slightly on the edge of the door, near the door, so they could escape from that place. So then again, big uh, committees, and I cried. Then they said, okay, if you want, if you are doing a work, definitely there will be a mistake. But you should not be afraid of those things. You continue to do the work. So that is the kind of strength I got to work. And it was around 1973 or 74 time. And our uh, boss, Dr. A. Mutunayam, started uh, a liquid propulsion work with 600 kg using uh, white fuming nitric acid and aniline as the fuel. We started, uh, you know, with, uh, at that time, <coughs> Sivaramarish Noyer is the man for starting the liquid propulsion side. So, with Chandran, and they started the work small test and there also minor accident happened. Somebody burned the finger also after the acid has fallen and all such things were happening. At that time, he had a very good uh, vision. So Muthanayam went to France and at that time, the Yeldo project was not in very good shape because you may, may be knowing almost like 13 flights they conducted. The first stage is built by UK, second stage is by France, third stage is by Germany, fourth stage is by Italy. And the flight tested at Australia. All the 13 flights failed. And even once they didn't put the igniter in the fourth stage. That is the kind of uh, work. So they fought each other and they stopped that whole uh, project. And finally, the French people they took the lead. They started the program, Ariane program. Today, what you are seeing Ariane 5, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. So those people they said we want some technical, you know, engineers from your side. You, we will give you technology for the transducer. Today, one of the best transducer, we call it 21NS2, Kaimathur, you know, they are making today also. So, they said, we will give you manufacture at your place. We will give you the technology. We will give the missionaries you produce at your place and give 10,000 transducers. In addition to that, you give 100 man years to work in our program. There is no money transaction. So, happily, we accepted. So some of the people, they went for uh, transducer technology to acquire and they have come back and they started PTU, pressure transducer unit in Bangalore. So, uh, parallelly, we started about 100 man year. They selected to go and work with Ariane program in SEP in France. So luckily, I am also one of the person joined in the team. I reached, but uh, that you, you may be knowing if more than two years, the government permitted to take the family also. So I took my, young wife and we reached there and we stayed in Vernon, near Vernon one village is called Saint-Marcel. I stayed there for two years, maybe that is the turning point for me. I learned a lot and I would say after the Second World War, uh, you know, many engineers were gone to US and some of the technicians went to Russia and very few people, they have come to France. So we are lucky enough to work under one Mr. Berger. He was there in the V2 program. So we, I learned a lot. I would say, what is turbo pump? What is turbo machinery? How the injector works? What is the higher thrust engines? And what is the UDMH? What is N2O4 mixture ratio control? So many things I learned night and day. And maybe we have to attend office, regular office in ACP. After the evening mixer, Nambinaran was the head of the whole team. So night again we will meet and what we learned and we have to write notes and all those things. It's a hectic uh, program. So we worked. Uh, some of them, they stayed. I, I I stayed for two years and come back. And again, they asked me to go there for another eight, eight, nine months and stayed there. And I learned a lot, I would say. After we I have come back here, we started realizing the because engine. It, the engine is called Viking in France in Ariane program, in Arian 1, 2, 3, but we call it Vikas. So we want to indigenize the whole thing in India. So I have been assigned with uh, Kashi Vishwanathan, he is the fabrication chief. I was the number two, I was the deputy to him. Well, it was, you know, we were always on the rails in the train going to Bombay and Ahmedabad and all these places to realize the hardware. That is a job is given to me. So after studying a lot of theory, I started learning what is hardware, how to make. kct 22 WN is the material for the divergent, which is a super alloy. Which, you know, you may be knowing stainless steel, if you heat more than 500 degrees, that uh, strength will come down very fast. But some of the material retains the strength. That is called super alloy. Maybe you might have heard about in cornel and 8 and kind of thing. So, this uh, alloy we indigenized in Midani and we initially we imported. So, if I am correct, the first uh, thrust chamber we made it in Pune, Alfa Lawal so i was going there and uh, sitting with them and fabricating the thrust chamber and the turbo pump Though totally we fabricated in house first number not uh, later we have given to mtr in hyderabad they are the people very good for uh, maybe some of you may be knowing one mr Ravinder reddy is a genius in machining of the components and other thing of course he's no more and uh, he is the my good friend also so he only realized later all the turbo pump and thrust chamber was given to Godrej, uh, Mumbai. They are the good fabricators of stainless steel and uh, good alloys. So the thrust chamber was fabricated there. The first engine, I think, along with me, on John Surabindran and Ramasubramaniam and P.S. Krishnamurti and uh, so many engineers are assigned to me with TM Kaneshan. So we all sit and, you know, uh, did the work. Those days, there is no 5-axis uh, machine. We have only a copying machine, so especially the impellers for the pump we have done with the copying. So the pencil will move here, the cutter will move here. That is a machine we imported. Now today, of course, you have gone 5-axis, now you have gone to 3D printing. So, so many advantages are there in front of you, but those days we struggled. So the first engine I built in uh, Bangalore, we assembled. And UR Rao came and he was very happy. And at that time, test facility at Mahendri just started and uh, construction was going on. So we want to do the test. So myself and Sheshan, of course, all of you know, he was at that time, he was the secretary for uh, uh, ISRO. So myself, Sheshan and our boss, uh, Dr. Mutanayagam and Chandra and V4, we went again to France and discussed with the SEP. Can you test our engine in their place? So they said, first we will come and visit and see the quality of your hardware. Their big team came. And I was accompanying them to all the industries. After seeing that, they said, please bring, we are ready to test your engine. That is the quality we maintain. So we took the engine and uh, fired and uh, two groups we went. First group, I was there and we have conducted the test and it was uh, a very grand success. And we have come back and Mahindradi again, we started testing. Today, all of you know that PSLV second stage and uh, Mark II strap on and Mark III core. All is powered by Vikas Inchi. So, I am very happy to tell that I am also part of a party to develop those days. Around uh, when the complete productionization started, and my boss asked, why don't you change your uh, curriculum to change to cryo? Well, I don't know much about at that time cryo. There was a study team in VSSC headed by uh, Mr. Nambudri. So, they said the team will be coming to LPSC, our liquid propulsion team. So, I was also attached with. So, Mr. Nambudri was the group director. I was the group head. Uh, with me, Mr. Ghosh and uh, Sugadhan and uh, many people were there. Narayanan today he is the director of uh, LPSC. They were all with me. So, we started the cryo program. So, very interestingly, it has started. So, as usual, what I was doing in solid with a small motor. I started with a single element using gaseous oxygen and uh, gaseous hydrogen. And you know that it is not in hypergolic. Hypergolic means the fuel and oxygen if you touch, it will burn because of the exothermic reaction. But hydrogen and oxygen, you require a ignator to initiate the ignition. So initially, I didn't get proper uh, Ignition. So people started making fun of me also. Then I tried to HIL and bring some you know uh, electric uh, system there using in aircraft and all those things. Finally, I could get the flame. Then everybody said, Oh, this is only gaseous, uh, both are in gaseous form, even oxyacetylene in the street, you may be seeing a better flame. You use cryo. Then next I reached the that is the industrial town. They have a British Oxygen Limited, they have a liquefaction plant, they have an oxygen plant. So I reached there, I asked, can I have liquid oxygen? Then nobody answered properly. Finally, one man said, you please sit here. So I was sitting. After some time, he brought in a wooden cage with a double wall uh, test tube, a blue liquid. First time in my life, I am seeing what is liquid oxygen. So I was thrilled. So immediately I asked, can you give some 50 kg? And he said, what man, you don't know anything about cryo, it is not possible to carry. So you are supposed to you know, make uh, tank, insulation and all those things. Then what to do? He says, Fedo is next door. You go and immediately fabricate some 50, 100 liter tank. Well, in ISRO, that is very good. You can act as a director also sometime. So I went and placed the order, and later I went and told my director, sir, somehow I placed the order, you please rectify it. Say, fine. This is only for our office. That's the kind of, you know, it's not like a government, more than private, okay, I can say like that. So that is the spirit that, uh, you know, a lot of work, uh, progress was there. So we made the thing, and I bring the liquid oxygen, and uh, with the gaseous hydrogen, I fired. No ignition. Then also people said, hey, what is this? What is going on in cryo? Then finally a blue flame came. Then everybody a little bit appreciated. Then they said, still it is not full cryo. Liquid hydrogen you have to make. Where is hydrogen? Hydrogen is not in the air. Either you split water or you split the hydrocarbon. So what to do? So maybe at that time people, you know, also everybody import a lot of things. So I talked to air liquid. One of my friends was there. Hey, why don't you give some hydrogen for me? How much you want? 5,000 litre? No problem. When the tank comes to Chennai, the tanker will be empty. That's all. Because every day it will evaporate. So you will not get nothing. So what to do? Is You put up a plant in your own place. So luckily, maybe uh, you are Rav uh, and my director, they have a soft corner for me. A 16 crore uh, project, pre-project was approved they asked me to start a small hydrogen plant. So I put up today in my it is still there. It's called mini hydrogen plant. So we use uh, helium as the refrigerant and cool the hydrogen to the lowest temperature. But of course, I didn't see the liquid hydrogen. It is very difficult to see. So the temperature source 22 Kelvin. So I assume, OK, this is uh, liquid hydrogen is there. So we have to fire. So in pressure-fed mode, if you want to fire, you require a you know, double wall like a flask, a metal container with a high pressure. In India, at that time, it was not available. So again, I put uh, this thing. Mrs. Grissom and the air liquid, I you correct, they quoted. And uh, finally, as usual, okay, government they says, why don't you negotiate and bring down the price? Then I asked uh, Mrs. Grissom, why don't you come here? I want to negotiate. That fellow said, no, I will not come. Why? Well, in India, in roads, elephants and snakes are there. I don't want to come to India. That is the answer he gave. And finally, somehow I managed, you please land in Mumbai. I will come to Mumbai, we will discuss. So we discussed. Then he asked the final question, what are you going to do with this tank? Well, I want to fire a rocket. Then he smiled. And he said, Mr. Gandhi, I have seen last, uh, some dosawala or somebody in the near this thing. Even if you pour this one, the sound you might have heard. The liquid hydrogen is to minus 250 degrees Celsius. When it enters, it will immediately boil off and it will go. How do you know the propellant is liquid form inside? Good question. I don't know. So he says, you require a level sensor. Why don't you provide? I asked. No, no, no. It is very costly. If any change, then uh, government procedure again. I have to go to so many of these things. Then I asked, what is the other here? Then he said, okay, maybe you looks like a good man. I will provide you a neon trap. What is neon trap? He says, I will provide you a neon in a small test tube at the top. When the liquid hydrogen comes, the color changes. So, you will know what is, it. oh, fantastic. And he says, okay, I will give you free of cost in the tank. After six months, the tank came. By the time my liquid hydrogen plant also started uh, filling. So, I put, uh, by the time, the single element I converted into 19 elements with YFC uh, copper with a channel. The outer has to be made because it is a regeneratively cooled. The hydrogen cannot be directly injected. It has to take the heat and it has to become more or less in the gaseous form. So, where to do, what to do? So, Karekudi was nearby, near Madurai. They are the electrochemist. They have a nickel bath so they can deposit the nickel. So, we take the Grooved channels and put the wax, and over that we made the, that's one of the best work, I feel, uh, we could uh, do it at that place. Then we made the 19 element one-ton engine. I fired. Big explosion. Second test, another big explosion. As usual, uh, the dogs started running, people started throwing stones. Oh, this fellow can do this thing? I also felt very bad. One day my wife asked why you are so much, you know, tension and all those things. And I said some problem. Then I thought this hydrogen is like Maharaja. When it comes in the line, you know, it will freeze everything. Nitrogen, all gases freezes and moisture, grease, everything. So it goes and blocks the filter. The moment I put the igniter, it blasts. So, if it is like a Maharaja, definitely there will be a Maharani to control. So, who is the Maharani? Helium is the Maharani. So, where is helium? Very costly again. But if you want to be in the business, you have to do. So, I import uh, helium. Within a month, we are very fast. We got the helium gas. We parse the line and allow the hydrogen. You believe it or not. Beautiful test. So, we are all happy. And you are ours immediately sanctioned. You go ahead with 12 ton engine for our upper cryo stage. So, our team with Ghosh and Narayanan and Suresh, everybody started jumping. So, we started the work. Well, good or bad. And the Russians came in 92. And they said, Why are you struggling so much? We will give the technology. Of course, I have also not seen Moscow. I said, Yes. So finally you are Rao made me as the leader of the team this time. So with uh, more than 25 engineers, I landed in 93 January 16th, if I am correct. The temperature also minus 16. So we landed. <laughs> uh, good. <laughs> so we went and then we had a lot of experience. Maybe that is another way. Sometime I will explain, but it is not required. So we are in three places I located my engineers. One is uh, near Moscow, about uh, 40 kilometers, Kaliningrad. It was originally, it was one of the places where all the missiles and other things, Buran and all things were fabricated. Our cryo engine is uh, getting assembled and tested at that place. So that is one place. And another place is DB Salute. That is also suburban of uh, Moscow. There they are building the stage. So where that... Um, Other uh, stages are all uh, getting assembled. So, I have put another uh, some 10 engineers there, including Bart and uh, Sagabuddin and uh, our uh, uh, Yagnanarayana, and so many people there. I put and another team is uh, most like uh, 2000 kilometers away from Moscow in Ural Mountains. The place is called Uskatov. So, I went by train and with my team, and uh, you believe it or not, the temperature on the day was minus 35. So, it is a remote village where only two people can speak English, one young lady and one old lady. They have come to receive me. So, luckily, they took me on the place to put me on a hotel. It is not a hotel, it is a house. I have to walk a few meters. When I got down from the bus, I started. All of a sudden, some 20 kids kids—they were running and trying to touch me. So, I was thrilled. They thought I am so black. They thought I have come from some other planet. Because they are that village people, they have not seen such a man. So I, I was very happy because in my village, when white man comes, I used to run behind him. At least here, some white girls, <laughs> kids are coming behind me. So finally, next day, I was taken to the industry where the cryo engine was getting fabricated. Fantastic place from raw material to the engine. But I was not very happy in the sense, some of the places they put the tarpaulin and they closed it and some places they pushed me very fast and some places milling machine and lathe they asked me to stand for hours. I don't require that kind of technology. So I felt very bad. I don't know even for me this is the case if I am in another two days I had to leave. How my engineers will get the technology from them. Then uh, day comes next day I'm supposed to start. They gave me a big party. So, well. They, everybody started telling some toast. They asked me to give you a toast. And I said, uh, Well, Director, I would like to say a small story. They said, Fine. You tell me. In India, before marriage, we are not allowed to see the girl. Of course, not now. I am talking 40-50 years back. So, one day my father came and he said, I am going to take you to a house. There is a girl for you, but you cannot say no. Then I said, If I cannot say no, why should I come? No, oh, it is only formality. You come and go. I said, Fine. So I went there and sat. You believe it or not, a girl came and all of a sudden left. I have seen a little bit uh, ear and nose and some lips. That's all I have seen by the time the girl vanished. Marriage was after 102 days. Every day, night I used to integrate her face, how she will look like. Because minimum only I have seen. Same thing here. You have shown me here and there little bit. I don't know what you are doing in this place. So immediately the direct got wild. He's already his white fellow. He has become very reddish. What is happening here? Like that. He started shouting. Then everybody, no, no, sir, like that. When are you going? Tomorrow morning. Cancel your ticket. I said, I am in the (laughs) Ural Mountains. If I cancel my ticket, when I will go back. Very difficult. No, no, no. I can decide whatever I want. You cancel. I canceled. Next day, you believe it or not, all are opened. Everything was shown. So I used to tell my wife, you also party to my technology acquisition. <laughs> so that is the way I you know, started. Very interesting, so many interesting things happened, but I cannot tell everything. So it is like if you put your hand inside a honey pot, definitely you will put something in your mouth. So whatever possible, we try to take. Maybe geopolitical situation is not good. I don't want to mention which country and other things. There was a lot of pressure. Ask us to go out. So we plan to go for one year, maybe around 10th uh, month, they said, Gandhi, you can leave. Mr. Ronan Sen was the ambassador, and uh, I have to say a few words about him. He's one of the best ambassadors. Maybe many people may be there. What I have seen is uh, he is normally supposed to give the status to our uh, place. So generally he they will ask me to write and uh, send. So he will call me. He himself will write. He say, "You dictate, I will write." That is a kind of uh, you know man. Any small problem he will solve. I have lot of issues. Everything he will uh, try to solve it. Uh, I I I really thank is a great uh, man. He was sitting at that time. So that also adds to my you know technology getting to India. I come back instead of staying one year. I a little earlier. With my boss, of course, I prepared a project report with my team. I know we have to prepare a cryogenic program. So I given to project to our chairman, uh, Kasurinen. And also in between, he came with, along with Rao for uh, do, how we are doing and everybody was happy. So after the, I have come back, uh, the government has kind enough to approve the cryo program with 300 crore project. I was the first project director. So I started the work. Whatever I have done with the 1 ton and 12 ton, slightly, you know, we stopped it. And we start the whatever I have got, 7.5 ton, we call it CUSP, cryo upper stage project. Well, it is a little, uh, very complex in the sense, in India, if you want to join any metal, we will think only welding. But in Russia, everybody will think only bracing. First, if it is not possible, they will go to you know welding and kind of thing. So the inner wall and outer wall is braced, and uh, our combustion chamber is inner is copper, outer is stainless steel. So joining is by bracing. The bracing furnace is a very big technology. I placed a uh, you know furnace in Rage and uh, i have given the contract to again to godrej and mtr mtr here what are the important thing is being hydrogen is a very light the pump has to run at 40000 rpm then only you can pump to 140 bar that too with two uh, impellers but locks very high dense your small pump it can pump it so the rpm is so high it is uh, no rotor dynamics is a problem You cannot apply grease in the bearing because at that temperature it will freeze. So the respective fluid has to go and cool and come out. Like that, everything is uh, complex. So bracing and all those things are new new technology. So I struggled a lot. Including the cutting the channel is a helical groove, varying helic axis. So I have given a contract and finally after six months, the program, now maybe a lot of youngsters, they are having good knowledge in uh, programming. Those days, you know, I'm talking about in, in 95 or 96, so much difficulties I faced. Finally, that also we solved and I have braced first piece. Stainless steel and SS with your rotating furnace. Inside the pressure of argon of 2.1 bar, and in between the chamber is a vacuum with 10 to the power of minus 3. The whole thing has rotated to rotate at 5 RPM, and the temperature is 1200 degrees Celsius. So, with that, I have braced. So, I was there in Mumbai for more than maybe one month. I was going and coming back. So, like a baby delivery, next day we have to open. So, we opened. Believe it or not, first time in my life, I am seeing stainless steel crack like a mirror, into multiple cracks. So, all my team fellows, they said, We don't know what to do. We cannot go back to Russia because that time they said no more technology transfer. So, you come. So, I cannot progress. Then, next one, same issue. Then, Kasturiangan was the chairman at that time. He formed a national level committee. Good you know that lot of advice and uh, <laughs> so many things finally we sat we started from fundamentals of brazing and what all thing same issue like uh, my solid rocket i didn't allow the propellant to expand i put a stamp so it exploded in the oven here i didn't allow to expand my copper is expanding in the chamber i have put a stopper so it cracked. It's a liquefaction phenomenon. It entered and cracked. So now we allowed almost like 10 millimeter. We expand with a stopper at the flexures. It beautifully it worked. So like that, the technology was improved and knowledge. So the first engine I built. During this time, I have given many small, small contracts to institutes. Like Anna University, IIT Chennai, IIT Karakpur. And I have to say, Professor Sarangi, he is a cryo man. He was teaching cryogenic. He helped a lot of things like uh, stratification studies, this, that and other things. Chennai IIT, they did all thermostructural analysis. So like that, I because the, as a leader, I have to get all the knowledge available in India to pull everything and I was trying to do the work. That is very important at that time. But still, there was a lot of delay and other things because the first time we are doing, many times we had... Well, first test, Kasurangan was also there. Again, because I used to blast, but luckily this engine didn't blast. But a command line was very close to the divergent. It melts. So, hydrogen wall was closed. So, engine stopped and other things. But next one, beautifully it went. So, the cryo engine was very successfully developed for uh, India. And uh, we planned. At the same time, when we went for first with this one, there was a program is first initially some five, six stages, Russians, they have to deliver to launch with our GSLV. Then only our indigenous stage will go. Even for accepting the stage, I used to go every time and accepting their stage and bring it here and coordinating with the GSLV for launching. For the cryo this one. Parallelly, indigenous development. So, out of 300 crore, 100 crore, we spent for test facility at Mahendrigiri, bringing the liquid hydrogen tank and the liquid oxygen tank and liquid nitrogen and helium, what not. You might have seen the pictures and other things. We built the whole facility and then only we fired it. Then it went very successful. Then stage, lot of interesting thing. It is a tankage, it should be very light. So, isogrid uh, manufacturing of the tankage, HAL, and polymade pipes, and umbilical, and pressurization system, so many things. So, everything we coordinated, and it's a big team, a dedicated team. And uh, we developed the almost stage. Well, my hair also gray. So, they said, you are already 60 years. Maybe we will give you two more years. They extended my (laughs) retirement by two more. But still, I could not uh, complete the flight. But still, they said, okay, be a, uh, you know, what you call, uh, scientist, visiting scientist and uh, be with us. Finally, we could uh, launch very successful uh, GSLV Mark II with our uh, indigenous, uh, this, the happiest moment and this thing. Well, then after my retirement, Madhavan Nair was the chairman. He said, uh, you please come to headquarters. So, I went to headquarters. So first time he made a small group called the Depart- uh, directorate of quality and reliability for whole ISRO. He made me as the director after retirement. So I was there for uh, two years and uh, maybe because of the family, you know, one of my daughter was here and uh, delivered So I said, sir, I, why don't you leave me? And he said, okay, you go to NRSA and sit there and work. So I came to NRSA Hyderabad and I was doing work from here. And later also, I used to go for most of the meetings and other things. And in between, I thought I spent a lot of government money or public money to develop this engine. Something I want to do for public. What can I do? So I thought the hydrogen I love too much. So why not use the hydrogen for a public? So the only way is to use it in automobile. So simply I lifted phone. I called someone in uh, Mumbai, Tata Motors. Anybody is doing R&D on hydrogen bus? Yeah, yeah, just we started something in Bangalore. One man is there, one mister. (laughs) Uh, Why don't you talk to him? He has given the name. So, immediately I talked to him. He said, sir, just now only we started. We will be very happy. So, I put up a paper. At that time, Permal was the director of LPSC. He said, no issue. I will give whatever help you want. Madhu also said, you please do that. It is for the country only you are doing. So, Tata Motors, they gave 5 crore. And ISRO gave me a place, a lab and everything at Bangalore. So I came to Bangalore. I started working on fuel cell bus. So three years I struggled. And we got uh, 100 kV one from Balad. And integrated the hydrogen full system. And I we estimated almost 28 kg to load at uh, 200 bar in the bus. So that uh, the bus can run for 200 kilometers. You might have seen now much. Delhi and most of the cities, it is pollution. If you want to make pollution free, it is not immediately required to run the bus between city to city. Only the city alone, if you do, it, the uh, city will get uh, breathing good air. So that is our aim. So 200 to 300 kilometers I have estimated to run for that hydrogen it was stored. So <clears throat> The the first bus I ran in Mahendragiri because in we have hydrogen free, you know. So maybe because of my interaction with them, they allowed me to work. So the first bus I ran in Mahendragiri. So it was a very, nothing happened. I was inside the bus, so we could run the bus more than four kilometers on the day. Then later they have taken the bus to Nano Project in Ahmedabad. And today, I think it might have already crossed more than 80,000 kilometers, the single bus. They built another six bus. I was coordinating with them. I was the only uh, guiding for them. Because ISRO said that one is development over. Now, we cannot uh, go on supporting. Let them do separate uh, this one. So, I was uh, advisor for them and it was going on. Later, when I was used to go to VSSE, one young gentleman used to come and uh, meet me. Sir, I am going to start a startup company making rockets. Will you be my advisor? I started laughing. Rocket? You are going to make? Yes, sir. How many years' experience? I have eight years' experience in Trivandrum. What will you do for propellant? He says, Sir, I will explain. He started all. I was thrilled. Young man. If I, would, you know, government job is more secure and all those things, and <laughs> seventh pay commission is giving so much money and praise, so many things are there. But he wants to leave and start. I appreciate the courage and the passion he has. And two people, Bharat. Of course, I first met only the Pawan. So I said, fine, I am in Hyderabad, so I can come and uh, you know. So like that, we started. Uh, in 2018, I joined with uh, Skyroot. I was the maybe fifth man or sixth man I joined. We are all together. So they started solid rocket. Okay, uh, with uh, you know now most the players, solid rocket is made in uh, solar, and they want his aim is to use all new technology, cutting edge technologies like go for. Uh, Fiber, uh, you know, carbon fiber motor case and kind of thing. And uh, I appreciate I I don't think so. He asked me the first uh, Vikram 1, they require control rockets using N2O4 and UDMH. So he asked me to design and uh, all those things. Plus, the final stage, fourth stage, should be a uh, OAM orbit, uh, you know, <coughs> adjustment. Uh, this thing. So, I initially designed uh, 850 Newton N2O4 UDMH engine. We fired, went very successful, and pulse mode also, that also went very successful. Then he asked, uh, Sir, you know, we have to go for uh, Vikram 2 with cryo upper stage. You have to start. So, I we studied, and uh, one thing very, even though I love uh, hydrogen, very difficult to handle. Because my 22 Kelvin and cost is also very high. The production cost 1 kg of hydrogen may be in today 4,000, rupees. So if you want to have the this propellant as a booster, the cost of the launch will be so high. For a private company, it is not good. So we selected LNG as the fuel. Liquefied natural gas as a fuel, which is only 100 rupees like petrol. Okay, more or less the same price. So why don't we start liquid oxygen and LNG. LNG is new to me. I have not done in Israel also. I called again my youngsters. They started, you know, a group of youngsters, very good boys. Everything there, you know, a lot of good RPA. You put it uh channel design. I might have taken one month. These boys will bring within two hours. This is the result. Wow. <laughs> okay injector there are many different ways I used to do those days with bracing this that welding now 3D printing so I visited myself and Pavan. we visited in Bangalore some of the places finally I could uh, catch hold of in Pune uh, Amit Sen, a yeah, very good uh, uh, 3D printer so he says money is not important sir technology is important such people are still you know it's very important to tell in India that is the Kind of persons, people are there. Recently, last week, I visited to take a delivery of a thrust chamber. Fantastic. You believe it or not, the channel is so small. And he could print without even a block or anything. That's the kind of the technology today we have. So we have, I have built a small test rig and 1000 Newton uh, engine. We fired about six months, cryo engine. To my surprise, the first test, first time itself, it has come very successful. Here also the ignition is by again a torch igniter. That also has worked very well. Now we are asked to do a 2000 Newton. Maybe in another few months you may hear that also the engine is ready. So that is the kind of thing we are doing it. Maybe... He is a young man. He has a lot of ambitious program. He wants to develop uh, very high thrust uh, cryo engines and go forward of uh, this one. So, well, this is uh, basically, these are all my uh, life I have spent. Maybe the whole life I was busy with uh, rocketry and I enjoy with uh, maybe... Somebody will ask what is your age?" I used to say 25 years with 50-year experience, maybe that's all. So because I nowadays also I used to mingle with very youngsters. My mind is very you know clear and happy to get their interest and their knowledge when they are coming out, how much they are understanding power hats off to my youngsters.
0: Thank you for listening in to this episode of the New Space India podcast. If you enjoyed this conversation, please share this episode with anyone you believe will enjoy listening to it. You'll be able to find the New Space India podcast in any of the podcasting platforms that you may be using, including Apple, Google, Spotify, YouTube, and others. Do subscribe to the podcast in case you want to receive new episodes automatically. I'm grateful if you're able to leave a rating for the podcast which will help others discover it. Thank you for listening in again and the next episode will be out in the next two weeks as usual.